The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino on Online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome everyone to episode 3 of The Dragon Reviewed. Today we will be reviewing episode 5, sorry, of... Um, yeah, is that right? Actually, are we on episode 5? Yeah, because they yeah, released of... 3 on... Oh, was it 3 the first? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking okay. Hawkeye, so wait, which did so wait, 2. So it's episode, th- it's episode 3 of The Dragon Reviewed, and right. it's episode 5 episode we're reviewing five. of The Wheel of Time. There we yes. go. Yes, Absolutely, totally professional start as always. Um, I am here as always, Cam Clark. I'm hosting the show, and I'm here with the Malones, Christine and Kyle. How are you doing, guys? Good. Doing good. Good, man. Ready to cool. ready to talk this this uh, very very different ep- episode. Yes. Different episode. Oh, interesting. I'll be interested to hear what your what your thoughts are. Certainly on it. Anyway, I must admit that I kind of have graded this show. Um, when I did my written review, mm-hmm. and then I've kind of changed my mind between then and now, so I'm going to change it slightly okay. from what I did in my written review. But anyway, we'll get to that. First of all, spoiler policy for this show. If this is the first time that you're tuning into the Dragon Reviews, or if you've been watching all along, you'll know how this works anyway. No book spoilers in here. I am a book reader. I've read the whole series. I'm a fan of the books. Uh, I do know what happens, and as such, I don't want to spoil that for my two guests here, Christine and Kyle, who have never read the books and are just watching the show from the first time because that's kind of the fun of all of this, Mm -hmm. is to get people's theories, um, because it's the kind of show that at least lends itself to Easter eggs and theory crafting and and kind of all that sort of nice, fun stuff that we like to do with a TV show. So we will be spoiling everything up to and including episode five of the wheel of time everything that's happened in this episode so full spoilers for the show itself but no spoilers for the books though i will talk about some of the changes that have been made uh in a non-spoiler way before we get into things i'm going to pass it over to kel just to go over a few housekeeping things and tell you about some of our other great stuff that we've got going on all right right guys uh of course we're sponsored by uh grow generation where the pros go to grow uh there is a link in, in the description bo- box below. There'll be an ad li- later on. We keep them ni- nice and short uh, be- because, well, you know, that that's the script that they g- gave us. And luckily enough, it's ni- nice and short. But anyways, uh, L- lrmonline.com and genreverse.com are the, are the websites. Uh, uh, both go to the same land- landing page right now, but we're getting the podcast stuff set up hopefully early in the in the new new year. Uh, uh, the Genreverse Podcast Network is available wherever you get your podcast from. Apple, Spotify, Google, all all that good stuff, and of, and of course the LRM YouTube channel has all of our podcasts. Most of them are, are video like this, uh, uh, as well as uh, Breaking Geek Radio that does uh, audio, but pretty picture on the front front. <laughs> and then um, uh, all of our celebrity interviews go there. So uh, subscribe, follow, thumbs up. I uh, know you guys can't see how many uh, the thumbs down we have now, but hey, we'll t- we'll take the hate clicks. Let it, let us know what we're doing right or wrong. Leave some comments, reviews, and and uh, yeah, other social media information in in on your screen and and in the boxes below, guys. Thanks. And it goes without saying that you know if you do have any comments, we'll try and include them in the show. And there's actually something I'm bringing in this week based on a comment from one of our watchers, listeners, depending on where they they picked it up uh, last time. Um, and um, 
yeah, happy to do that going forward. If there's something you want us to do more of, if there's questions you want me to ask Christy and Kyle about the show, then please let us know and we'll try and include those in. We just uh, ask no spoil, no book spoilers yeah, in the com- no comments, guys, guys for comments. us as well, well as others watching watching yeah, the review. It's a, it's a non-book spoiler show, so you know, just just respect that. Don't be jumping in and saying, "Oh, this person dies at the end" or anything, because that's just. <laughs> it's just <laughs> It's not big and it's not clever, um, yeah. quite frankly. But um, let's get into it then. So, episode Ooh. five of The Wheel of Time. I'm going to start this week. Uh, what we'll do is we, just to explain, we're going to all take a shot at saying what we think, grading it, um, and then kind of move on to some theories and, and discussions after that. Christine, I'll start with you this week. Uh, episode five, take it away. What did you think? Uh very emotional very intense um definitely not like the others um you know this you you see a lot of heartache and um i was not expecting what had happened um specifically like the 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 suicide and and, yeah right gotcha Mm -hmm. yeah so we we um we've now had two funerals (laughs) um with this and it's it's just and 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 it's interesting how how different the 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 funerals were i don't know if that's done specifically or if it's just like okay well we're you know outside of you know our our home outside the the white tower um you know so here we're just we'll bury our dead here but with you know what happened with the warder it's it's like you know it was like I said, intense. I was like, dang, this is yeah. a funeral I've never thought of before. You know, like, you know, how you, some cultures, they, they have, like, their own way of, of dealing with grief or, you know, um, death not being something to grieve at all. This mm. was, you know, like, 11. So. Yeah, yeah I prefer, I prefer the uh, uh, non-grieving celebrate the, the life. Stop crying over my fucking casket and get me off the rock already <laughs> yeah Tight. so, so you you are more of a, of a so the way as you said christine there was two funerals did you enjoy the seven at the start or the 11 at the end more um the 11 okay i i guess it was just because it was so different that i was just kind of surprised well, yeah. by it and yeah so yeah and uh, it's just, it's kind of weird how, how things are going. And, you know, it's like, I, I'm trying not to, to look <laughs> on my phone. It's like, I'm dying to know. But, uh, yeah, I haven't yet. Yeah, yeah. Just don't, don't Google next. anything. I mean, don't no. even Google. Nope. How, how would you pronounce this character's name? Don't even Google that. Because though it's, it's really bad for Wheel of Time, actually. I think because the series has been out so long that as you start typing a name, it'll literally come up and say, died on page you know what i mean exactly and you're like oh it's it's real somebody's really (laughs) fixed that in in terms of how they do it in google but i mean it's it's just the way that that it goes i guess with the algorithm and Um, and i've watched i've watched all the way through twice so i I now know that it's nynaeve instead so i'm like i'm glad that i found that out instead of trying to look it up at least how they're now. Yeah, well, how actually, they're pronouncing you, it in the show. If you look that one up, I think you may have got three or four different answers anyway, because uh, there is a lot of the pronunciations that even fans that are book readers couldn't always agree on. Uh, yeah. And it was like they would take maybe one narrator from an audiobook, oh, that's how you say it, and then another narrator would say it in a different way, and they'd go, oh, that was how I thought of it originally. So so I think whatever these kind of, at the moment, just going with whatever the show picks is just going to be the canon now for, for pronunciation. So it's then, then you... how, how you have to de- deal with it. Yeah. <sighs> um, anything else you want to say about this week, Christine? Um, it's just... And... Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm trying to like trying to figure out what exactly is going on. So we've got one guy who's losing his mind. He's going crazy. Um, one that's a wolf man. <laughs> um, I don't quite know what's going to happen there. Got a magical girl. And then. Um... <laughs> yeah. I just saw her spin, spin in my head covered in, in light. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> it's an a- anime thing. Ma- magical yeah. girl, girl, like Sailor Moon. 
Yeah, yeah I know, kind of I know you know of it. That's yeah, why yeah. I, I yeah. mentioned it. And th- those those types of uh, uh, characters always do the same tr- transformation. Yeah, right exactly. Some chant, yeah. spinning, light, and yeah. <laughs> she called she call yeah, This Edwin, thing just goes uh, over a green head, girl. and then she's like, da 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 it's Wonder Woman. You are a channel of Yeah, some kind of power pose or, you know, some kind of cute pose. Anyway. And yeah, what we got with that. Yeah. Yeah, and then with, with Rand, I don't I know. With Rand it's kinda like so he's part of some red headed ethnic group or something, possibly. I don't quite know. Right, right. Um yep. yeah, and then um the uh, Ogier or something. Ogier, yeah. Yeah, yep. I'm kinda curious about him too and I found him very interesting. Mm. Um quite yeah. the talker. Of oh, quite a few things to say about him as well, I guess when it when it comes to my turn. Mm-hmm. Okay, what so about the grade grade of it. Oh, the grade. That's what oh, I was God. going to just say. Is, oh, what about your sorry. grade this week? This one's hard, um, because definitely not as. I mean, because it's it's. Yeah, it's definitely not as good as the other ones. I I would say, but, um, you know, I got to learn a lot, so maybe uh, B. B plus, B B B B plus kind of thing somewhere in between. This one's really hard, yeah. B B in a in a nudge, B in a nudge. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kale, what about you, man? Uh, so uh, I actually didn't mind the episode at all. Uh, yeah, it's slower than mm-hmm. than the others, but it's it's not slow in a in a bad way for me. I I guess. Uh, sure, I would have preferred to have seen um, more. What's the word I'm look, looking for? More uh, to to have gotten to the the points and the big events a little bit faster. I feel like even some of this could have been folded into the previous episode and then into the next episode. But but what's there is is great. It's uh, definitely I'm I'm guessing. Maybe not all at once, but a lot of this, uh, uh, what these things mean, the different types of gr- grieving and, and things are probably explained th- throughout the books um, in in a more, maybe more d- digestible way over, you know, t- chapters instead of a single episode. But re- regardless, I really uh, appreciated getting to see what, you know, b- burial on in a, on a combat Field is is like burial for for uh, Aes Sedai sisters and 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 war, warders. Uh, honestly, I I when when uh, uh, the warder uh, the green uh, what what's her name uh, died when he he's dressed in in white and he goes up uh-huh. yeah he, he goes up to to uh, uh, melt the the ring. I was like, man, is this where we get the rituals suicide? <laughs> Not yeah. kn- knowing that, sure enough, late, later on, it would have been rituals yeah. to, well, there might have been a ri- ritual to, to it, but it wasn't like an ordained, like, you must now k- kill yourself. Mm-hmm. I like, I even made a, j- a joke with Christine, because uh, uh, La- Lan goes down to t- talk to Mor- Moraine, and uh, I was like, <laughs> I, was li- I was like, Moraine, how's it going? Oh, it's going all right. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Something's so wrong with you. <laughs> That's what went through through my mind because they they made such a big deal out of out of the Greens' relationship with their their warders and how it goes above above and beyond uh-huh. what, what we see with land and what whatnot and Moraine. Uh, so yeah, I I was actually surprised when there wasn't a ritual su- suicide, um, and then uh, was not really surprised to see see him off off himself. It was very very. Uh, traumatic and, and clear that he re- really had no no interest like that was his pur- yeah. purpose in in life and mm-hmm. uh uh as someone that has dealt with c- combat combat dealt with lo- losing f- friends no no one near as as near and dear to, to me as as you know the re- relationship that yeah. they build build up here but i can s- still understand th- things like survivors get guilt i know what uh, suicide side uh, people that s- survive fr- friends and family committing suicide like we see with Lan and the and the other warders we we 
know that there's a lot of c- conflicting uh feelings that go go there i've i've had to sit with sol- soldiers being counseled or talking to me and i've i've heard er- everything from that, thank god they're not hurting anymore to how selfish could the that asshole be you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so uh i really appreciated getting to to see all of all of this uh um really interesting ca- character de- development for uh uh <clears throat> for uh the the warders and and the I said I sisters on a big, big scale so I, I appreciate all all of that um, when it comes to uh, Rand and Matt coming in into the city and seeing uh, Lo, our Logan coming into this city and them seeing seeing him and and whatnot that was very very uh, in- interesting they don't really give a, a lot away except Logan can this, kinda... this brings a good point to, to bring sure. something up that I wanted to see if you've got any series on why is Logan laughing when he sees them um my, any my, theories well, uh, um I have one I was gonna go, uh, then go you go if, if you okay. wanna yeah you go I was gonna say um that he it, they and you know you never know what what's being put in audio for us or on screen for, for us versus for the people on screen, but they do, there's some audio cues in there. My guess is that Logan either has, uh, I don't think he has any residual connection, but I think he still has residual memory and has maybe seen Matt through what was talking to him. So, Mm. Yeah, like like he can see like, and um, he still remembers things that he's been told or been shown when he was c- connected. Yeah, is this based on the theory then that you still believe that Matt can channel? Is that what you think is happening with Matt at well, the moment? I, like I said, I'm more along the the like third party or paras- parasite, mm-hmm. not that he is d- directly channeling himself. So mm-hmm. while L- Logan mentions in the previous episode about being able to you know the the thousand vo- voices thousand dra- dragons before him before him, him air mm-hmm. quotes, uh to talking to him if if it is indeed the the dark dark one or the dark or or whatever uh alt, alternate being uh the third party then it would make sense that if Logan's a major player that other pieces would be mentioned to him maybe even hey i'm gonna put this person in a certain place at a certain time be be on the lookout and now Lo- Logan maybe just saw the the piece in the certain place at the certain like they time. maybe recognized an image yeah, or yeah. Something like that uh, i don't before. i don't think he's like i said they do put the audio cues in there but i i don't know if he's still got a connection to it or not i think it's just he knows yeah i think it's like matt like where it's kind of like you know where you're you're in this moment, and like all of a sudden everything goes quiet and you're like honing in. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like on Matt's end where he's like seeing Logan, and, and it then could be even the things talking to Matt yeah. while Logan is passing. Yeah, yeah, but then like Logan knows and he's looking up at him like, yeah, I know what's going on with you, kind of thing. Mm, interesting. Something okay. Like that. That's all I ever say, isn't it? You guys see something, I go, hmm, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. I know what, what else can you see? Like, you've nailed it. No, that's complete, <laughs> yeah. that's complete bullshit. <laughs> Try again. Um, um, so, yeah. I guess uh, that covers quite a bit about about them, but I, I will say that the, uh, um, what, what's what's the creature's name? The Ogier. Ogier. Mm-hmm. Uh that that character remind reminded me of of um uh both like a beast on how well spoken and sauce spoken and and almost like wow you're about to make an awful decision oh okay <laughs> like <laughs> i really appreciated that but he remind there's another character out there and i i cannot re- I remember it remember 100% it. And, yeah, and uh, because it's it's another one of those characters that is is uh, I think it was in a fantasy uh, types series, uh, very very knowledge seeking, but not necessarily. And I'm, I'm not saying he comes off as not sounding smart smart, but mm-hmm. had just that really sim- simplicity about them, d- despite this wealth of knowledge. So it's an interesting uh, character. I'm I'm interested to see more. 
and also kind of find out more about the the non humans and in, in this fantasy uh world there's yeah. a there's a great uh, kind of side piece to this but within final fantasy there's one world that that's been expl- explored multiple times and that's the uh world of ivalice or ivalice depending on who who wants to pronounce it ivalice is in final fantasy 12 12 tactics and 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 some others uh, there, they do a really good jo- job of having these non-human creatures that have really fleshed out uh, cultures and and u- unique uh, uh, biomes that they they c- come from and how they have to adapt to live in different places. But they're they're uh, it's not as u- ubiquitous as say like elves and and uh, uh, like a, a high fantasy type type thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very cool, and I kind of get the same same feeling from from that. Now on to Perrin and and uh, Egwene. Uh, really, really, uh, you know, interesting to see how the Tinkers all stand stand up for for them to take a beating. Uh, uh, what's his name tells them, you know, hey, they're they're not ones to likely kill us. They're just gonna rough us up, but let's get you out of here. But the White Cloaks capture them any anyways. The questioner guy is like, yeah, you're not an I said I, otherwise I would have killed you. I want you to decide either channel and I'll kill kill you or he'll uh, uh, or you don't and I'll 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 kill him. Which uh, him is kind of psychopathic yeah. ultimately, isn't it? Because he's saying yeah. I'm killing someone, uh, you yeah. know, even yeah. if you've done nothing wrong and the two of you are completely innocent, he's dying. You know, yeah. and you'll get to live. Um, it's almost like the old witch trial thing. Well, if she sinks, yeah. obviously she was innocent. And goes <laughs> if to she heaven. weighs more than a duck, <laughs> then yeah, <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. So, um, with, with that, when, when his eyes first go, it's like okay, yeah, uh, something related to to the to the dogs, to the wolves, and you can hear him in the background. And then the second time when he comes back around, she tries to. Uh, channel and throws a very very weak fireball at Adam, which was funny. It was it was a fun little. M- Although you kind of do see that she was really more yeah. interested in Perrin's ropes than mm-hmm. she was actually. Yeah, like she was exactly. planning it. Which so is what, it what I'm saying. It's like bit. really, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a funny scene. It's a moment of le- levity in this really brutal uh, uh, torture scene. You know, psycholo- psychological and and uh, physical tor- torture. And, um, so I, I like that, uh, I like sh- that they can, uh, uh, work to, together as, as a team. And we're seeing the, the different pairs work together as, as teams in, in diff- different ways. So all, all in all, the, despite it not necessarily being the best edited e- episode where I, I think, you know, things could have been done d- differently, even like mm-hmm. I said, pushing some of this into other, other episodes, which maybe is how it's done in the books uh i still say this is a, a solid b plus plus episode given the information that i i was given in the progress i think that we've made in in the story i don't feel like i'm stuck and yeah. i think some p- people may yeah. have felt this episode left them kind of stuck but i actually feel like i got a good deposit of info and now i'm ready to go on the, the next higher yeah. oct- octane episode Totally appreciate what you're saying. I think there's definitely, I think this episode's definitely a big setup episode for then the next stage, and I think that tends to be kind of what they're they're doing almost. You know, you you have a lot of that setup, and then they move into a, a kind of other event. If if we go through the episode so far, certainly the last couple, mm-hmm. um, I, I did Maybe. grade it as a as a B minus when I first did it because I had a couple of issues. I've since upgraded it to B plus, which is still not wonderfully fantastic. I still had some issues, but I just felt like I was being a little bit harsh once I had watched it again. Um, my my kind of main issue I had was really I didn't really like the the funeral at the end. I thought it went a little bit too far. I get that mm. you know these warders are stoic. You know they don't talk much. They don't you know they have to bury people in combat or that sort of thing. And I think this was them trying to give Lan a bit of an opportunity to be, he was like the one chosen to display the emotion for the rest of them, if you like. Um, 
but to me, it almost got like when he rips the shot, you know, that's that classic. Yeah. Oh, I'm in pain, rip the shot. I thought that was a bit too much and it kind of threw me. And the only thing that really saved me, or saved that scene for me, was a performance of Maureen in the background because, of course, she has this bond with one. Mm. So she's feeling what he's feeling. Yeah. And she's not used to feeling those kind of emotions from Lan. So you see her visibly struggling to keep it together, um, mm-hmm. despite the sort of normal Aes Sedai calmness in all situations kind of thing. And I think that probably tells you a little bit as well about why the first funeral where they were burying the actual Aes Sedai ourselves a little bit calmer, because mm-hmm. that's just the way Aes Sedai are. You know, they're not really the kind to to get as flustered as that, that would, they would probably see that, showing that kind of emotion as a, as a weakness, you know, right. to, mm. to them and, and something that their enemies could exploit. Right. And we do start emotions. getting into a lot of sort of white tower politics this week, you know, Leandrin, what's going on, Moraine, um, seems to be a kind of suggestion that the the current Amarillan seat who... I'm assuming appears next episode, given that she's on her way back from Camelon. They said at the moment that, that she's going to turn up and she's uh, probably not going to be too happy with Moraine, it seems. Um, so there's a lot of that, you know, which I think they're teasing the beginnings of because there is a lot of white tower politics in, in the story itself. I have to talk about um, a couple of things. I'm not going to go into all the... But there's a lot of Easter eggs in... Um, this episode, a lot of little touches for book fans, and I think on second view, and I did appreciate them a little bit more, things that I would notice and go, oh, that's a bit of foreshadowing for something later on, oh yeah, I know why they've done that, and it's sometimes only in my second watch that I start to, to notice, okay, I can see why they're doing this. So I think I've got an idea about why they wanted to kind of get all that warder bond, really hammer that into the audience at the moment, so that, you know, it's already there when they need to maybe pull those mm-hmm. strings again for, further down the, the line, you know, kind of thing. I mean, that makes uh, sense. I do have to talk about Loel, because I love Loel as a character in the books, and I was really worried about this character because I'd seen, and we'd covered in LRMonline.com, leaked images that had appeared in Loel, and to me, he just didn't look good at all. You know, that look for him, I think most fans were very taken aback by it. Um, and the showrunner, Rafe Judkins, talked about how basically it's a choice. Lots of CGI on um, low IR and you can't use them as often because it's more expensive. Or they make it much more practical and then we can have them a lot in the show because it's mm-hmm. easy to do. And they made that choice. And I just, you know, I was like, oh, you know, until I, and he walks on screen and I'm like, all right, here we go. And within about 30 seconds, I was like, yep, you made the right choice. Because the actor, Hamid, I forget his surname, his first name's Hamid, um, just embodies Loyal so well, his mannerisms, the voice, the way, the way, it's just, it is him. Within 30 seconds, you're like, that's him, he's there on screen. And the look almost becomes kind of irrelevant at that point and I'm already mm-hmm. starting to get you know used to that because the the actor and the character itself is so perfect to the to what we what I was expecting from the books if you like um so I do have to give him plus points for something that I was worried about and and, and I think he really did pull off um couple of changes I'm going to talk about but not go into too much detail can we can we do do our ad for first camp? We can do our to, ad. Hate to cut into get cut into you there. there well, I'm, I'm I want to make sure on. we get get into it. Yeah, <laughs> we can do, let's do our ad first. All right, guys. Grow Generation, take it away. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. The Grow Generation commercial team is armed with industry leading professional consultants. Grow Generation's team will help you fully manage any size or scale project. They offer turnkey facility designs cultivation room design and on-site project consultation. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. All right, thanks very much to our sponsors there. Uh, and thanks, everyone. Uh, we're back just talking about Wheel of Time Episode 5 again. Um, 
just I was just going over my thoughts as a book reader at the moment. Just going to start talking about a few changes that um, that are of note that are, are worth mentioning, um, and a couple of things that I'm going to see if you spotted as well um, before we kind of get into everyone's theories and everything this week. So. One of the things was with Loal, Loal, sorry, who I was talking about earlier, was there was one scene where you said there was felt there was editing issues, and there was one real editing problem I had with Loal, and that's when he brings back Nynaeve. So we see Nynaeve in a corridor speaking to Leandrin, mm-hmm. and Leandrin mentions you should go to the garden, and then all of a sudden, almost in the next scene, Loal's coming in with Nynaeve and saying, "Hey, look who I found in the garden." Mm-hmm. And, and it, it just didn't flow right to me. And, mm-hmm. and what it, it only needed maybe 30 seconds. All we really needed was a shot of Nynaeve making the decision to go to the gardens and then an earlier one of maybe Loyal saying to Rand, I'm going to go to the gardens up mm-hmm. in, you know, Tavalon and him maybe telling them about his friends or something like that because it was like we, we, we seemed to miss that and that would have all made sense a little bit more. Yeah. And I wish they'd kind of added that in and cut maybe a couple of other things out but it was difficult because they squished so much into this episode it's worth pointing out that Rand states that a month has gone by right so mm-hmm. in the books we would have saw that month them yeah. all getting there slowly 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 and, and, and going through things if you like um, and they just kind of they skip a lot of that so therefore they have a lot of little things to squish in to that that little bit of time frame if you like um Another thing I noticed was that, I, and it does slightly concern me, is I'm wondering whether they have merged Leandrin's character with one that would come up later called Elida in the White Tower. And the reason that I think that is because of the conversation where I think it's Alana says to Maureen um, that Leandrin is one of the top contenders if to go for the Amaral and see if, if something was to happen to the previous one. And, and that's what kind of gave me the idea. Maybe they're mixing those two characters together. And I'm, I'm actually not really against that at all. But if, and this is a weird one. If you were going to mix those two characters together, you'd call her Aleda. Because Aleda's the more major character than Leandrin is, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. oh, okay. So I'm kind of hoping I'm wrong and they're not doing it. I, I kind of, in my review, I said, if, if Aleda doesn't show up with the Amaral seat next week, she's not going to be in it, I think. But actually, mm-hmm. I, I think back to some of the showrunners' comments on, you know, what's the point of bringing a character in for one season, uh, one episode of a season, and then you don't see them again? It might be better to bring them in to season two, for example, where we start to see them more often, and, and, and then it's better for recruiting that actor, getting them in the show, and, and keeping them in it long term. Um, so I'm now wondering whether they're maybe going to um, replace bringing a lady in at this point of the story and actually have her come in and it's season two and we introduce to that character at that point because they're very similar characters, right, without me getting into too much detail, but there is one key fundamental difference between the two that just wouldn't make sense for each other's story for me, which I won't go into in any further way. Um Another change that I, I'm, I'm not sure I care about, actually, at all. Um, but do you remember this? they had a little story, Steppen's telling a little story about the statues while he's lighting the candles, and he, he's saying, um, you know, to keep away the forsaken. And they, they tell you a little bit about these historical characters from the past, if you like, that are called the forsaken, which were basically um, humans that had knowingly and willingly turned to the dark side and, you know, completely sold their soul in a previous age and everything like that. And they're long locked away um, in prison and everything by the previous dragon. But there were actually 13 of them in the books. And I kind of think that they're going to reduce that number to eight in the series. I don't know if it will have any adverse effect, but um, it's just a strange change for them to make, I think, and one that I, I feel that they're hinting towards by only having eight statues there when there would have been 13 if they were following the books, if that makes sense. Hmm. Um, anyway. Maybe he hasn't collected them all. Yeah. You know, it could honestly be something as simple as that. But 
you know, I don't want to go into it in too much detail because I don't want to say how important it is or if it isn't important at all. I don't want to lead people up the, the kind of garden path, but it'll be interesting to see it anyway. And for anybody that is a book reader that's, you know, watching this to, to see what you guys think, it's the one thing that's certainly stuck in my head. Um, but overall, you know, I, I thought it was a good episode. I really kind of liked the introduction into the ICDI politics and everything that was going on there. So, I'm going to ask you some questions now, get into the, the decent bit, all right? And okay. before I get into sort of the overall sort of theories and everything like that, I'm going to ask you a couple of things to see whether you picked them up in the show, because this is not spoilers. Did you find Padan Fane in the episode at all? Have Did you I seen him who? yet? Padan Fane. Remember the guy that came up in episode one and he was whistling? Yeah, I didn't and see him. And then we heard, heard his whistling in another episode. I heard the whistle in another ep- episode. If you watch it back again, see, see, the, see the part where Logan looks up at Matt and Rand. You can see mm-hmm. Pad and Fane there. He's down below uh, and you can mm-hmm. hear the whistling as well. Wow. So, oh, God, I'm going to have to watch all five of these again. <laughs> I'm missing everything. Um, and another one was, I wanted to ask your theories on this, because this is one book readers don't even know, so I'm able to even theorise on this one a little bit, right? Which is, what's going on with that picture that Moraine was looking at at the end, you know? And she opens yeah. it up, and there's just a picture inside, mm-hmm. and I've looked at this picture closely, and it's just another woman in a blue dress looking out a window. So it's almost mm-hmm. like she's watching, like, on you know, a very mm-hmm. similar scene that she's in herself at the moment. Did you have any theories about what that might be? Or... I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see it move. So it's. I don't think it's like uh, like uh, Dorian Gray or anything like that. Where the, you know, I don't think it's like that. No, it was completely um, static. It just looks yeah, like a normal so, picture. Yeah, but it's kind of weird because normally when you have a picture, um, you're not seeing someone's back. So it's like, why is it painted that way? I don't yeah. know what's going on. Right, um, so my theory is that there is an ally of Moraine's who has put that picture there and that she is telling Moraine to watch her bone back because the blue dress and the character looking at looked a little bit mean. Like, now, this isn't in the book, so this is just a theory mm-hmm. of but myself. I'm not saying this is, this is true. This is just my take on it. I think it's a very secretive way that no one else would be able to work out of someone being able to communicate with Moraine that nobody else could see and basically tell her watch watch your back at the moment because yeah, as we cool. saw I said I politics and Moraine is not exactly flavour of the month it seems what do you yeah. think about that does that work for you or you know I think that'd be cool I mean it's been been there for a while though I'm, I'm guessing it doesn't look look like but she Marine doesn't her... normally go to the tower does she she's right, very very right. ever there that's that's true and i guess without the information of uh because she doesn't seem to react like oh this is a cu- curious thing she seems to to open it purposefully but mm-hmm. that i it's not really clear on what that that purpose is i did find no. it w- weird that it was in um one of the uh, a, bo- a box, if you will, very yeah. similar to the uh, uh, Catholic. Uh, what is it? Twelve signs of the cross, or whatever that are usually di- distributed around around the uh, uh, church. Oh, and right. and uh, yeah, it's often not all the time because uh, uh, a l- lot of military bases they have like one chapel, and it suits all the religions. They just uh, accommodate different different times for it. So. If you're a Protestant, you're going to run into th- things that are Catholic. You're going to run into things that are uh, is- Islamic and J- Jewish and all all that, depending on the the base and how many uh, uh, buildings they have. A lot allotted to that. And and again, <clears throat> I, I after the first episode, I kind of put the whole you know stop looking for real c- connections to the the world that I I know I know, but you are dealing with a a pseudo relig uh theo- theological uh uh po- politic thing go- going on yeah. so i was like may- may- maybe there's something t- to it so i'm not necessarily c- convinced that it's not connected to the one power i do agree that i think it's messaging but i'm c- curious as to wh- whether or not there's something else 
to to it. But I mm. I, I am in agreement with you, Cam, that messaging is is part of it. I just what's don't interesting know is we saw that specifics. we saw Marine going to that thing in the mm-hmm. first episode and the the opening when she starts talking in the very first cold open, and she's putting all her costume on and she opens that, but you don't get to see what's inside. Mm-hmm. You only see her head. Mm-hmm. And and darkness, you know, around it because because the light's not shining in it. So we have no idea what was in it at that point, whether exactly. it was any different, uh, you know, or anything like that. So is it it, it's image? a funny thing that is it could be absolutely nothing, but it's kind of yeah. got all the book readers and, and non book readers going together. Right, what do we? What the hell do we think this is over the weekend? So uh, it's just an interesting thing I thought I'd bring up. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's okay. interesting. So I've asked you quite a few things already about, you know, what did you think about Logan laughing? Um, I asked you if you'd noticed Pad and Fane and you hadn't. Well, what, now that you know he is there and that he's showed up a few times, what do you think's going on with Pad and Fane? If I don't anything? know, but yeah, he had mentioned that, um, Kyle had mentioned that he thought that there'd be something important about him, not just that he sold crap, you mm. know, a traveling um, salesman. Um, so I don't quite know what's going to happen, but, um, just like based off of the look of, of him, he just doesn't seem like a, like a good guy, of course. Um, so it's like, what is he? Why is he always with those two or, or some of the, I mean, I guess they were all together the last time we saw him with them in Shadow Lagoth, but how does he get into Shadow Lagoth? He gets out. You know, they, they all get chased out and everything like that. He seems okay. And then he's behind them again. They lost the trolls and there he is. He's he, he's he's in Tarvalod and, and they see him again. So, yeah, yeah. there has to be a reason for it. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously. Merchants, mer- merchant, mer- merchants are used very, very clever, cleverly in, in a lot of writings and that's that's because they have been a very unique group of of people in in human human history going from a a class during like the the roman empire if i'm not mistaken to where they're they have power because they move the goods but they weren't necessarily look looked well upon to where you get to merchants and the uh, colonial ages sail to where that's a bigger deal like if you're Absolutely. You're running corporations and and things like that. And, and merchants have a lot of power, and I think that's mm-hmm. something that I'm not not guarantee that they'll do this in the books. But in right. some places they go in the books later on. I remember one specific. This isn't spoilers in any way, but where rather than being a royalty, it's that city's run by the merchants. There's like a mm-hmm. guild that that right. they, okay. you know because they're the most powerful people in the the city and, kind of thing. So yeah, it's something that's used in this already. And you kind of see often in in uh, fantasy literary works where they combine the two, and you'll have the merchant that is the street level mer- merchant, maybe even kind of shady and, and grody, but that is the like that is the key guy. Like every everything or girl, everything everything's gonna go through through them eventually. They're holding the key keys to the kingdom, and uh, I'm not sure on which side he's going to be on but i mean you you show this merchant char- character dealing with stuff and he obviously knew what what matt had was a worth a little, little bit more more than what he was leading on i don't know how how much more but uh i i already got the just no knowing history history and then knowing some lit- literary history my my eye has been been on him and mm. i've noticed the whistle i didn't notice him specifically but i've noticed the whistle the m- multiple times yeah. i think like, the whistle's that whistle kind of again. cue that if you hear it but you look got time while you're watching the episode it's like i better watch that bit yeah. back later because <laughs> so, you know they're probably I'm, going to tease him at some point yeah yeah i'm not i'm not sure that he's uh i i think that it's more like um, I do think he's like his gray that area, map, though. But yeah. yeah, like I think it's like um, where maybe it's like a separate agenda that could be because mm. it's like it wouldn't make sense if because I mean he, if he knew the Trollocs are coming and it's like why wouldn't he do something? I don't I don't know like hey I got free tea drink and then they're all drugged and like here you go you know so it wouldn't make sense if he was like a straight up bad guy yeah. and so I think it's like maybe something well, separate. I suppose. 
you know, that's that's true. That, but, you know, it depends how cowardly someone is, I guess, and what their job is, yeah. I suppose, you know, whether that would, would be the case. Do you think he, yeah. if he's, do you think he's more possibly a force for good? I don't know if maybe that would be the right force word to for, use. Force but himself or maybe the, the status something. quo. Yeah. Again, right, I get you. But yeah, he definitely has the... He's got the the job where he can go anywhere, and you know no one's going to be suspicious of him because no. you know. So it's yeah, we'll that's see. true. Mm. Okay, so the kind of last question, which I'm going to get you, is the usual "Who the hell is the Dragon Reborn?" But we're going to take it in a slightly different point of view. So we're going to try and rule some things out, and you know, do it that way. So of the five two rivers people so far, right? Mm-hmm. Which has to be one of those five people, would you agree? You, you're supposed to believe that, yes. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, unless it's somehow Moraine or something like that. So, <laughs> but obviously, we know Moraine can channel. We now know Nynaeve and Egwin can channel. Mm-hmm. question is, can any of the boys channel, do you think? Yeah, they any kept of the talking boys about... Channels? Yeah, they kept talking about Matt... Um being able to channel but ha- haven't done it yet but yeah. he's he's clearly losing his marbles um so parasite magic parasites will do do that too <laughs> potentially yeah. If, yeah so if if it is matt have we seen him use that ability at any point if he if, has he channeled yet if you think he or do, I mean, maybe you don't even think he can channel. I don't know. Maybe I'm putting words in your mouth. Sorry. If, if he know. did, um, like, you know, with the um, that family's house when they were, like, staying in the barn, mm-hmm. you know, I thought that, you know, maybe he had done it then but didn't know it. Mm-hmm. He had killed them, but he didn't – he wasn't aware that he was uh, doing it. So maybe right. something like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Okay. I still don't know that he's – channeling himself direct directly like i said the the one thing that we kind of get to see is like that shadowy stuff coming out of his his mouth uh several times which isn't a hundred percent even like the dark um uh channeling that uh logain had done it looked a a little bit different Mm -hmm. um so i i don't i don't think perrin channeled i think that's its own own thing so you Uh, don't think perrin can channel no. Not I, at least we haven't seen him him do it. Uh, the the wolf thing again looks almost like a, a possession type thing with with the eyes and and whether or not it's I'm not saying he's being possessed by something externally, it, but like an animal's spirit type possession, something that that's within him that he can bring out. Maybe I I'm not a hundred percent whisper sure so, something like like that. Um, but but uh, I don't think it's like weaving with the one one power as yeah. as as uh, as Egwene and and Nynaeve have. Okay. Uh, so I don't think I don't think the guys have channeled yet. But that doesn't. And you're mean... not. It was not spoke about Rand, so you're just ruling him. Yeah, out. I. He's still that odd character where you're like uh, almost almost you'd be upset if they do do make it him. Um, and the way that they low low key uh, him through throughout the series so far uh, in the in the show, um, mm-hmm. you know, hey, look over here, look look over there. It's kind of like if you go that that route, it's a little too stereotypical, and I have more faith in the show than that. So I'd actually be kind kind of upset uh, if it does does end up being being him just because of the way they they've portrayed it and to right to go so stereotypical after not being so stereotypical would would be upsetting but they could still make so you feel like they're hinting towards other ones and not him you know Uh, yeah deliberately going away from him whether it's deliberate or not i'm i'm not sure but i don't i don't count the 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 guys out what if in anything i i think the the whole focus on the one power and we weaving and 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 whatnot ch- channeling i i think that might be blind spots for for the i i said i ignore ignoring additional abilities and p- p- powers that yeah. are that are out there that could 
potentially be attributed to the 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 dragon be reborn because it's it has been been so long word of mouth does yeah you know the, the game of telephone well, does change what, things, what's the so. information they've told us so far about the dragon reborn what's the one thing that they've made clear about the dragon reborn oh, so far a age and in terms of they've also made it clear that the dragon is the most powerful channeler yeah. of the one yeah. power so i think you can just based on the information that's in the show so far we can say that whoever the dragon is must be someone who might not have channeled yet don't get me wrong but who can channel yeah, the one power absolutely mm-hmm. and but, and that's why i'm thinking about the those additional powers out there there like pairing with the mm-hmm. with the wolves is it's like if they're supposed to be all all pow- powerful shouldn't they be able to do more than what pe- people that are out out there using it now can can do and i haven't seen an isis sedai control animals yet or get animals to come and, and help them like that yet so uh that that's that's my th- thought on it yeah okay so does that mean I'm a, can I read from that that you guys are still on the parent train in terms of who the Dragon Reborn is at the moment from last I week? I am for the yeah, last moment. A little bit. I mean, it's still kind of like, it's it's confusing, but it's it's still like, I still lean more toward Perrin. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Interesting. Wow. Okay, okay. So there's one last question that I've got for you, which is um, just... One of our uh, listeners had actually said that I, we should finish up every episode after. with. So this is something that we'll after. kind of bring into every episode. And you may change your answers as we go along. Your answers may be just, I've no idea, but I'm going to ask you this basically at the end until we get to the end of the season. Um, so I'll start with you first, Kyle. Um, in terms of the season, where's it going? Where do you see the conflict? And how do you think this season might be resolved by the time we get to episode eight? Have you got any ideas whatsoever? Uh, my my guess is this: to this season will it end up with us knowing who the the dragon re- reborn is and having the clearer political lines of the uh, the the White Tet Tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we're gonna find out uh why people aren't necessarily happy with Moraine and also why Moraine does have support and why she's do- doing things the the way she has been, which we don't know everything. She's, we know she's been mm-hmm. searching for these, the, the dragon re- reborn, but we don't know all of the, uh, the details. So mm-hmm. uh, that's where I think we're, we're going. We're getting every, all the pieces will be on the board and we'll finally get, of course, there's not going to be a. There's always the the fog of war, if if you if you will. So, but I think we're going to actually get the the chessboard, if you, if you will. I'll we'll have a clear picture of who's on the who's on the board, who's your queen, who's your king. You know, which side's white, which side's black, that type of thing. And uh, I think that's the big re- resolve is who's who's the the dragon re- reborn, and and then what are the the lines where are the the uh how houses for you you game of thrones fans out there that's that's what i think we're we're heading to heading to for this season okay christine do you agree disagree anything different i agree but there's one thing that i don't know if they'll answer and that's because they they had mentioned in this episode about another color I think it was yellow, yellow. Or gold. They mentioned yeah, yellow. yellow. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, you know, I don't know if they're going to reveal all of them to us this season. Um, so I think with what Kyle had said is, is yes, but I think that's one thing that maybe they'll leave to season two. Um, okay. You know, because, I mean, unless they're just going to have like a sit down and like, okay, here's all the colors. Mm-hmm. This is what they mean. You know, that kind of thing. Um, but I don't, I don't think we're going to. I'm. I don't think we're gonna see them all, you know, and and see what what they're all like. I, I think they'll maybe leave that for season two for for some of them. Um, I would say. I mean, I don't even know for certain whether that answers yes or no. My guess would be, if we do see something like that, it would be next week. If if 
the Amaro and seat comes back next mm-hmm. week. If that's, I mean, I don't know for just because they say she's on her way back, I don't know that she's come going to be in next week. It could be the one after that, theoretically, but that would be my guess. And that would be the time where we would see more of the edges, theoretically, mm-hmm. if we're going to see them. So, so mm-hmm. it's not something that even I could say for definite yes or no that we'll, we'll kind of know all that by the end of the season at this point so yeah I'll be interested to see how that kind of yeah. shapes out next week and if they do introduce any of the other edges which I obviously don't want to talk about until they mention them in the show yeah because I mean it's it's kind of like um things have sped up yes but it's like I don't really know if, if they're gonna leave the the cliffhanger of of, of her showing up at the end of the season because I mean travel it's not like she could take a plane so it's like, no. how long is it going to take her? How how quick is the pacing for the next well, episodes? I, mean, I don't what, know. What, what's K- her, what's Kaimlin, her name? They, they mentioned, is very close, relatively speaking, okay. to, to Tavalon. Um, it's a very closely aligned with Tavalon in the books. So, okay. you know, in the books, the characters actually go to Camelon first, then Tavalon. Weirdly, oh, okay. Um, but they've kind of skipped Camelon, if you like, and 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 kind of put everything to Tavalon. Just which was the main reason was so they didn't have to build a different city that looked mm-hmm. different, and then not use it again till sometime in it, season two. You know, so they were. I think they were yeah. making okay. decisions for budgetary concerns with that as well. So. Well, then that changes what I thought because I thought you know it'd be like because I mean like if you look at like Lord of the Rings, it took them three <laughs> movies to get to yeah the whole yeah. Thing, I mean there was no like they had a month skip at the start of this episode mm-hmm. and you didn't get anything like that in Lord of the Rings and given that it was a movie and this is. You know, sure. but it just shows you how much of that first book is really them yeah. walking through the countryside and the three different groups. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and yeah. there's only so much you can show that in a show before people go, oh, this was the first movie. six and <laughs> Rand and Pern have moved into a field now, and, you know, and because you're just not getting all that internal stuff that's going on in their heads. Yeah, because so, yeah, you never know if, if they're going to change the pacing because it's like, you know, cut out what you don't need, leave what you do need. So it's mm-hmm. like I didn't know if they were going to, you know, have some changes on that end. But yeah, so I'm going to take back what I said because now I'm, I don't know. <laughs> All right. um, I think it's, yeah, I mean, I suppose from a, a, a book reader point of view, in terms of my series, uh, where the season's going to go, it's, it's a bit difficult to, to say because I think there's a, there's a couple of events that I assume they would they would have to you know include at some point. So I'll, I'll kind of keep my, my own thoughts to myself on that one uh, for this podcast. Uh, one kind of just final thing I wanted to mention is that I think as we go on to future seasons, I'll probably start asking you like questions like where's this all going in terms of the overall story I feel like we're just too early in for that because for all you know it could end up a sci-fi thing like Star Wars at this point I mean it literally could go anywhere couldn't it you know and it's I don't think it's fair to kind of ask you those kind of questions yet anything else you guys want to say before we wrap up then no I'm good good I think we I think we covered it you covered it all right great well um that's been episode three of the dragon reviewed guys please tune in next week we will have episode four and we will be covering obviously episode uh, six of the show that will leave us with two weeks left after that it is eight episodes for the first season i have heard on the grapevine that six is supposed to be a good one a lot of people that watched it in advance they kind of you know how like four was a pretty good mm-hmm. one um People were as, as complimentary about six, so I'm a little bit hyped for next week to see what we get, but I guess we'll just need to wait and see how it all shakes out. So, every, cool. Everyone can enjoy the wait by what, you know checking out lrmonline.com and genreverse.com and absolutely go check out our sponsors, Grow, Grow Generation. If you aren't subscribed to our YouTube channel, guys, we're almost at 5,000 5, subscribers. 110 left left to go can you please help us get there by the by the first first of january that'd be awesome uh a lot of great celebrity interviews all the great podcasts and anime versal reviews the dragon review daily cup of genre genre breaking geek marvel multiverse madness uh mayhem sorry and then of course the cantina uh and uh yeah the genreverse podcast network wherever you get your your podcast from leave some comments and uh like cam 
said, we'll bring the questions and comments up here on on the show. So thank you guys for watching. Yeah, thanks. Okay, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.